Hey folks, before we get started, one quick note. Uh, our last official podcast episode, episode 24, which was two grown-ass grown men argue about Andor. As I, I mentioned in that episode that I was going to post uh, weekly recaps of Disney Plus's new Star Wars show, Andor, and that eventually I was going to put up a feed for the podcast if you just want to listen to those episodes. Uh, I didn't bother putting them in the Dungeons and Durags feed. I did create a feed, so if you're interested in hearing uh, our episodes two and three, uh, in episode one, we cover the first three episodes of the show. In episode two of that podcast, we cover episode four. And this week, we covered episode five. Um, in the last two episodes, we had um, Adu Black was back, who had some comedy and flavor to the discussion. So just do a search for two grown-ass men uh, argue about Andor. Uh, I'll put a link to it in the show notes for this episode. But just know that if you want to hear those fun and funny recaps of Andor from uh, a black man's point of view, uh, check those out. All right, that's it. Let's get on with the show. You are listening to the Ebony Covering Black America Podcast Network, presented by Walmart. What if I told you that serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer became a Christian while he was in prison and went to heaven when he died? If you don't believe me, watch this clip. I've since come to believe that uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is truly God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're the only true God. I have accepted him as my Lord and Savior. Now the Bible says in Romans 10 verse 9 that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I now see Jeffrey Dahmer as a brother in Christ and think it's a great testimony to show that no one is too far gone for Jesus to save them. Fear not, you are not on the wrong podcast. This is indeed Dungeons and Durags, the podcast where I, a black man who's reconnecting with his blackness, is also exploring his journey of faith and deconstruction of Christianity. And I wanted to open up today's episode with that clip. Uh, that's a TikToker who had a video go viral. That video of his went viral over nearly one and a half million views in just a few days uh, because it sounds bad shit, crazy insane. What I want to explore in today's episode is a follow-up to an episode I did a few episodes ago that was entitled, you know, Am I Still Christian? And, you know, some of the things that I've been personally dealing with and how I no longer use the term Christian to describe myself. And we're going to dive in a little bit more detail with my good buddies, JD and Yolanda, to answer some of the questions that still are kind of permeating or percolating rather in my heart, mind, and soul on this topic. But coming across this dude's videos has really got me kind of worked up because I think in one, in, in one person, he represents two of the biggest issues that I have with uh, Christianity. And okay. before I get into them, uh, I want to play the other one that uh, he made that is, again, just points to one of the huge issues that I'm having and that a lot of people have 
in the church. Oprah Winfrey claims to be a Christian, but she's actually an agent of Satan because she believes that Jesus Christ isn't the only way to God. If you don't believe me, watch this clip. I am a Christian who believes that there are, there are certainly many more paths to God other than Christianity. I'm a free-thinking Christian who believes in my way, but I don't believe that it's the only way. What I believe is that Jesus came to show us Christ's consciousness. Now let's compare that to what Jesus said himself. John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father but except through me. I've said this before, I'll say it again, it is a complete contradiction to say you're a Christian and then to say Jesus Christ isn't the only way to heaven. Jesus and the Bible makes it very clear that there's only one way to God, and that is through Jesus Christ. Oprah Winfrey is not a Christian. She is on her way to hell. And if you agree with her doctrine, you're on the way to hell too. So, according to this guy, Oprah is going to hell, despite the fact that she claims she's a Christian. So in her heart, she believes she's a Christian. She's said the sinner's prayer, ostensibly she believes Jesus died and rose again for your sins, but she's open to the possibility that there may be other ways to God. Now, to a lot of Christians, particularly right-wing evangelicals, this borders heresy. It makes me think about two of the hugest issues that I have. One is this, this, this sense of certainty that so many of these guys have um about their version of christianity and that and his whole page is filled with him critiquing and criticizing other christians other you know mega pastors like stephen furtick um benny Hinn. there are a lot of issues with those pastors that go beyond just the fact that they're mega pastors or that they are uh tele-evangelists but from a Again, from a strictly Christian point of view, these are some of the biggest names in Christianity in terms of how many followers they have, how many people um, glean and, and glom onto their teaching. Yet this dude, who is probably early 20s at the most, he knows the right way. He knows the correct path. And there are lots of people who think like him. And it's this sense of arrogance that not only, I mean, it's there's an aspect of Christianity that's arrogant already as it is like saying like, this is the one true and only way, only religion. In fact, one of his videos, he specifically says that, but even within Christianity, he has a sense of arrogance where if you're not even the right Christian, you're going to go to hell. So that's one issue I have. And frankly, the other big one for me is just this concept of an eternal conscious torment for a finite crime, especially if that quote unquote crime is just not believing right. That a God of love, that whose ways are beyond our ways of infinite wisdom and love and compassion is going to physically torture somebody for all eternity because they picked the wrong one of the 45,000 fucking denominations that exist. Man, get the fuck out of here. As you can see, this gets me riled up. Uh, we need to talk to JD Alanda. And in this episode, uh, we're going to find out that, you know, according to this guy, they're, they're definitely going to hell. <laughs> Sorry, JD Yolanda. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll see you there based on what this guy is thinking. But uh, we're going to find out a little bit more about like where I am in my journey. 
If you've been on a journey of faith and deconstruction, deconstruction, I think you'll appreciate this. But uh, I'm going to turn the tables and I'm going to ask my two BFFs uh, where they stand. Because I've never asked them that before, like specifically what they believe. And so let's get into it with my conversation with uh, JD and Yolanda about uh, an update on my personal faith journey and where they fall. I want to hear your take on this too, Yolanda. So if you can listen about me no longer referring to myself as a Christian. Wait, wait, we gotta have a discussion about that. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Do you not? Do you not listen to our episodes? I do, but why are you not? I did a whole episode on it. I'm saying you, but just because you're you're not evangelical, there are a lot of people that are Christians that aren't that aren't like the uh, the Holy Rolling evangelical ilk. Wait, what? I said there's a different type of Christians and denominations all around the world. Why are you allowing those people who you hate, the Trumpers and all the, the the American nationalist evangelicals? Why are you? I mean, you could you're obviously not one of those. Why are you just letting them dictate what you? Whether or not I call myself a Christian, Christ, right? Don't you follow the ways of Christ? Well, that's that's the point. I would say you're a Christian, then if that's all right. Here's the thing. So since you obviously you didn't listen Christ. to, since you obviously did not listen right. to the episode of I'm our sorry. show, Ron has pledged his eternal allegiance to the Church of Satan. He's no longer no, a Christian. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. There was a period of time where I was still a Christian, meaning I believe that Jesus Christ died and was rose from the dead and, and that the belief in him is what made you in him. Like, that's made you saved. There was a time where I called myself a Christian and I had that belief. Then there was a time where I stopped calling myself a quote-unquote Christian, and I called myself a Christ follower or a Jesus follower. But I still had those core beliefs. Mm -hmm. And there are lots of Christians who believe that, where they still believe in the the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, and that he died for your sins, yada, yada, yada. But they don't use the term Christian because it's so toxic now. They call themselves a Jesus follower or a Christ follower. That was the stage I was in, like when I started writing Dungeons and Dregs, and that what I've been in most of this time. But for the past year, maybe even longer, I've been really considering: Am I even? Is my belief still to the point where I can call myself a Christ follower in the sense of? I technically I can still be a, a Jesus follower, and not necessarily believe that Jesus was the quote unquote Son of God, or that He died and resurrected. And so I've come to the conclusion, and this is what I said in that episode, and it was admittedly, it was a short episode. It was when I went to Boston. But basically, I decided that my religion, quote unquote, is truth, empathy, compassion, and justice. Like, that is what I go for. Truth in everything paired with empathy and compassion and seeking justice for those who deserve it. There are lots of beliefs in the Christian doctrine that align with that. But there are lots of things in the Bible I no longer believe. And I think that's the point that I was getting to where I don't think I can call myself a Christian to base on beliefs, biblical beliefs that a lot of people who even call themselves Christ followers but aren't evangelical believe. Stay tuned and it will be right back after this break. 
I'm still kind of waffling what I believe about the resurrection and everything. But I, I'm, I'm agnostic about that, let's say. And that's probably like the, like, one of the most core pieces of doctrine. It's like, if you don't believe that Jesus died and rose, then, you know. Because even Muslims believe that Jesus was a prophet. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, I think I stopped believing in the literal Adam and Eve years ago. Like, I've always questioned that. And, and there are lots of Christians who believe in the resurrection who don't believe in a literal Adam and Eve. Um, but I think the overwhelming things, I don't think there are any stories in the Old Testament that are supernatural that I believe. The Egyptian, you know, the Jews being rescued by Egypt. To my knowledge, as Trump would say, as I understand it, <laughs> um, there's never been any archaeological evidence that suggests that there were two million Jews that ever left Egypt. Um, I've always doubted, had doubts about a world, a world, a global flood. Even though I find it interesting that there are ancient communities and ancient histories all around the world that have some type of almost every religion has it yeah but almost every part of the world has some type of huge That's flood yeah. yeah yeah so you could have a flood right now there's flooding in pakistan right and yeah. there's and there's there's been flooding in yeah. louisiana delta so i'm saying old text before christianity was even born there were exactly yes that religions that christianity borrowed from and that flood was part right. of the well christians would say they didn't borrow from it but i i get yeah, your right. point yeah yeah and so and then obviously you know, from I've and for years I've had issues with the doctrine of hell, and and lots of times I think it was at a point where I was trying to rationalize it. Well, I was trying to rationalize, okay, how God could send somebody to an eternal torment, and then I got to the point where, and for a lot of Christians, this is the thing that does it. It's like there's no way a loving God would send anyone to eternal torment just for not believing the right way. Because if you believe that, that means... And there, yeah. all the confusion. It's not like there was, you know... It's not like God was here, he comes back periodically to... Prove right. It's like, you're talking to an upgrade to chimpanzees, basically. You know, <laughs> right. like, with all kind of confusion on this planet, but the, right. he's going to burn someone forever. <laughs> right. That's very spiteful. That's a, that, uh, God needs some therapy. If that's the case, God needs some therapy. In fact, it's so funny. One of the one of the ex Christian atheist TikTokers I follow, she's really good. One of the points she said that the only person that would deserve an eternal hell is the person who created it, because right, it doesn't make any sense to torment somebody eternally for what, by definition, was a finite crime. Yeah, and there's this other dude who's his, who's who's a TikToker who I, a lot of people are commenting on. He's a Christian. He's saying how, oh my goodness, because as of this recording, Jeffrey Dahmer, the TV show Dahmer, came out on Netflix, and this dude was saying how, because Jeffrey Dahmer accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior before he died, he's 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 in heaven, and this dude referred to Jeffrey Dahmer as his brother in Christ, and that, like his whole video started out, you know. Would you believe that Jeffrey Dahmer was forgiven his sins and is in heaven right now? Let me explain. And he goes into the whole concept. And here's what's interesting. There was a time in my life where I actually found, I actually thought that was cool, where regardless of how terrible your life was, you could accept Christ 
and God will accept you. It, regardless of how terrible the things are that you did. That you did. But, exactly. That's right. what I meant. As, as terrible as, you know, you go to prison because you killed somebody. But if you accept Christ, God could still accept you. And there was a part, time in my life where I was like, that's kind of cool. But then just recently I had a revelation. So Hitler could be in heaven. Tech, yeah, Hitler could be. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there are people who believe if he, had, if he had a deathbed confession and he meant it, yeah. he could be in heaven. But oh, then I, I had this revelation as I really screwed up. <laughs> I had this revelation as, like, why would I mean? Why do you have to believe for God to do it? Like, why can't you just change your ways and that be the thing that gets yeah. you forgiven? So, yeah, and, there, and then there's so many people that have had hell on Earth. It's like hell couldn't even be worse than what they've experienced on yeah. planet Earth. And so many people haven't heard about Christ. There's so many people that yeah. What happens to them? So I think, so I'm agnostic about the resurrection. It's funny because I look at stuff now that people say that I know I used to say, and I'm like, right. oh, I can't like I can't believe I thought like that. And it's funny, yeah. so you, you all might appreciate this. I was unpacking some stuff I got out of storage. It has a bunch of my old journals going all the way back to the days when I was dating Mita. And so like there are journals where I'm talking about like the conflict she and I were having because we were unequally yoked, right? And you uh, what? Not equally yoked. It's a biblical term. It's, it's is, technically it's not. It, yeah, it means when one person's a believer and the other person isn't. Got you. Okay. So like the yoke of an oxen. I got it. Okay. That's where it comes from. And so there's a. In fact, one of the more popular dating Christian dating sites is called Equally Yoked where you can find other Christians. Um, and Got so uh, it's also called missionary dating, where, you, where a Christian dates a non-Christian in hopes that they become a Christian. Oh, my God. And so, so but... Lock, wear them down. They'll finally, <laughs> finally convert them. Um, so anyway, I was reading some of those. But so many journal entries were just from my Bible reading and, like, praying to God and, and uh, you know, Virginia... <laughs> teases that I used to be a super Christian and like reading through some of these, I'm like, wow. She's hit the nail on the head. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard to believe that I, in some cases, like it's hard to believe I used to believe some of this stuff. I mean, based on just like where I am theologically. Yeah. I can call myself that. But you know what? The thing is that that's one of the things I really appreciate about when like the thing that did it for me, like, because I feel like you're having an awakening similar to like what I, like I was never gung-ho as you mm. were in Christianity, but I, I spent a lot of time at church when I was in junior high school. Right. I stopped going in high school, but I still kind of floated along. You know, I kind of coasted with the thoughts that I had spiritually from like junior high right? and even elementary, you know, but up until like maybe the ninth grade or whatever. But then the thing that really set me off was when I, when I read the autobiography of Michael Max, because he question so many things about Christianity. Mm. And I think that you didn't have that awakening until you were forced to mm. question things about Christianity from Donald Trump and the hypocrisy. Because I yeah. saw hypocrisy, what he was talking about, just in every day. Oh, yeah, why is that? Or, and right. listen to certain rap artists, you know, KRS-One, who would be talking about, right. you know, he has this whole rap where he talks about Moses. But he had to be black. He married this way. You know, he had thing about where, uh, you know, Moses grew up with, with, the, um, with the, the, the pharaohs. 
you know, with the pharaoh, and and then the pharaoh, he, you know, he said he must have looked just like him, so he was dark, and he married a black woman, and the black woman had to be, you know, so all right. these connections he makes going through, and he's using the biblical text, you know, to support what he's saying, and so it's like when you start, and so let's just take for granted that his argument's halfway right, and he's, you know, he's following the timeline and laying it out for everybody to see. This is in the Bible. This is what they say. You know, he's right. doing it. The crap. But then it's like, okay, if that's all true, then how is it that, you know, Christians have enslaved black people? If they're so into Jesus and Mo, because that means that Jesus is from a black, you know, his lineage is black. So it's like all the things that they talk about or whatever is so hypocritical. Mm -hmm. and, and Malcolm went through his book. He just, you know, points out hypocrisy after hypocrisy after, you know, the nation does that. The nation just points out all these hypocrisies. And then when I start thinking about that, I'm like, yeah, that, that, man, this is so much, you know. I mean, for me, one of the things I always thought about was like, it seemed like a really good argument. It seemed like just what? Sake, it seemed like there's a really good argument just for the sake of discussion that Jesus was black. There could be a good argument made, presented, like he was black or of dark, whatever. He didn't look like Peter O'Toole, which we all saw when we were growing up. That's the Jesus we all saw. Right. It was Peter O'Toole, blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, or, or my man that did, what was the, the Mel Gibson flick? Jim Caviezel. Uh, yeah, Jim Caviezel. Caviezel. So it's like, you know, you had uh, you had those renditions, which are fine. I'm, I'm cool. I'm like, I'm not mad at Peter O'Toole playing Jesus or whatever, you know, or Jim Caviezel. But in all, you know, at, at very least, this cast going to look Arab or, you know, Medici, you know, dark. Yeah, no doubt. Whatever. And those people wouldn't, wouldn't want that type of brother in the house. All these Christians or whatever would not let, you know. And like in the Bible even says, you know, you wouldn't recognize Christ if he came back. There's yeah. so many people that just would not recognize him, so. I, when I started thinking about that, I'm like, yeah, all these people who claim to be Christians are probably wrong. And then, and then just to see the hypocrisy of not just to see the hypocrisy that they spring, like when you look at senators who wear their faith on their sleeve, but then they're so hypocritical about the things they do and be like, Jesus would never vote the way Mike Pence votes, or he would never do the thing, you know, there's just no way in my mind. And, and, and you'll hear the arguments, well, Jesus didn't live in this time. He lived in a different time. And they start placating. They start, you know, making excuses for why they're not acting in accordance with the way that we all know they're taught. If everybody right. acted the way the Bible says you should, if everybody were red letter Christians, this world would be amazing. But instead, yeah. whenever they want to flip the script, they go back to the Old Testament, you know, that old time testament, you know, where, you know, right. eye for eye, you know, whatever, or even other, you know, slavery, uh, slave, uh, slaves should be obedient. Or if your kids are unruly, smash them with a rock, you know, um, all the crazy things, of Leviticus and all the, you know, all the nonsense that gets spewed out in the Old Testament when God isn't smiting somebody or whatever, you know, they're, you know, you know, it's just a brutal <laughs> crazy yeah. religion it's like really this is what god's about because it, it seems nowhere near where jesus is at all right we're going to take a break for some sponsors stay tuned and we'll be right back all right so here's a question i have for both of you do you two believe in a god i want to start with yolanda I believe in a God, but my belief in God is an entirely different definition than what any person, what has been the construct of quote unquote God. I feel like God is a force and I feel, and I've said before, I am God. And I know that that is for a lot of people blasphemous to say. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. I believe it fully and faithfully that I am God because I believe that God runs through all living things and all energy and all life and all of the universe. I believe God, I believe we are all individual components of God. And I don't believe that the individual component is by any way, shape or form less than any other component or, you know, so, um, I believe that I have the God force within me. I can act and behave within that power. I see it within me. It's almost like saying, okay, we have blood cells. We have whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like within our, if we, if we would compare it within our own bodies. Okay. So we have, you know, we have a circulatory system. We have lung, we have organs, we have blah, blah, blah. All of these different things have a purpose to keep us alive. Maybe I'm the lung of God, you know, I'm not that, mm-hmm. whatever, but I, this is my thing. There is a God force and I think it functions from my view in a purposeful way Mm -hmm. and that I am a part of it and that I am of it and because I am of it I am it that's about God and it doesn't subscribe to any freaking silly man-made religion about let's try and you know create something so that we can create order in our limited brains and society to create you know order within the people living amongst each other and wherever they're getting these texts and so on and so forth i just don't i I don't that's not my thing okay so no pun intended let me play devil's advocate to that and this is what a christian this is something i would say to someone back in my day who would say something like that because obviously there are a lot of people who have similar beliefs they feel like god is like a quote-unquote force where do you get that definition is it just a feeling you have i grew up in houston texas mm-hmm. my i am a child of divorce so i was raised by my mother my mm-hmm. mother's father was a minister he eventually had his own church it was the church of god in christ somewhat Pentecostal-ish, but not mm. really, like somewhere between Baptist and Pentecostal, and right. go to church, and you know, my parents were divorced, so a lot of times I would spend time with my grandparents on the weekends, and I would end up in church with them on many Sundays, and I'd hear all the sermons, and all the da-da-da-da, and as a child, an elementary school age child, I would hear the teachings of the Bible, and I don't know, maybe I was naturally an analytical kid, but I thought it sounded like nonsense. And mm-hmm. I also was like, you're going to tell me that be- if someone doesn't believe this, that they're first going to tell me there's a hell in somewhere. I don't know, in the middle of the earth. That was the first thing. Like, oh, there's some he- there's some place where people are going to burn forever into eternity. And like, why? How could? How is that possible? How do you burn for eternity? That must be a hell of a body that can burn for that many years. I mean, I just would always like question. It all sounded so stupid and ridiculous <laughs> to me as a child. And then I was like, so you're going to tell me someone who's righteous and doing? He does. He or she does everything great and is an amazing person, but does not believe Jesus. Christ was the savior is going to go to this place and burn for each. I mean, it was just all sounded stupid. It all was always stupid to me. 
And so, but I was forced to go. And then I went to college and, you know, I learned different things. And then I graduated college and I was introduced to other teachings like Buddhism or other things. And, you know, um, thinking more holistically about uh, the universe. I also learned that there's other religions like Hinduism and they did, you know, they have different, you know, so, and then I just started thinking like, okay, so there's all these people on earth. They all think different things and who's right. You're going to tell me someone's right and someone's wrong. It just, it doesn't make sense to my analytical brain. Mm -hmm. Then I, you know, I've seen movies, I think, but I do truly believe scientifically because I also have a scientific mind that there is something to be said about energy and and the consequence of science and how things play upon each other and life and and i also think you know maybe there's a possibility maybe people are reincarnated i don't know maybe they're not maybe they are uh then you know one of my very favorite movies is contact mm -hmm. and that movie you know, in one of the fine, you know, one of the last scenes, Jodie Foster goes, she goes through the machine and she goes to this place and she sees her father in this place that she, a uh, setting that she created as a child with her father and the, the alien or whoever it is out there says, oh, we always make the setting fit like, you know, what we feel like the person would be able to feel comfortable in. And I'm like, I am absolutely 100% convinced, 100% more convinced that there are other life beings out there in the world besides us. So what universe, does that all mean universe. in the universe? So how does that play into religion? And so I'm like, I just think about the science and I, in the, the, the bit that I know about science and religion, I think if you collectively put that all together and you put that together with philosophical theory and religion theory to me, I just believe that it is a larger collective than we can comprehend. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. I just, I mean, that no, to I like me, it. It makes way more sense than any other shit I've heard. <laughs> Amen, sister. How about you, Joseph? I'm very similar to Yolanda. I think I, I, I even lean more heavily into the science of it. Mm -hmm. went back, again, back in college, just, you know, I, Everybody's throwing around kicking the word, the term metaphysical. You know, I'm med I'm a metaphysical, you know, uh, uh, philosopher or whatever. And you know, have rappers with Todd McCarris one, whatever. But it's it started getting me to think about it. And five billion years ago, there was a massive explosion. There was a, a giant star or whatever. And and current science says that that gas cloud condensed to form our solar system with our, you know, beginning with our sun and all the planets were formed. We're stardust. We, all the m molecules and a atoms and molecules that condensed to create our solar system came from somewhere else, came from another big gas cloud. Right. So, which probably blew up before that too. If we have a, you know, if our, excuse if our universe is dated back to like 14 billion years, our solar system is only four. Right. So there's, you know, three more times of existence. So for me, I look at everything very scientifically, like we are stardust. And I was talking about the metaphysics or whatever. And to me, we're, we've, we've gained enough knowledge to know how much we don't know 
about the universe and how mind-blowing it is and how impossibly large it is to even think about. So for me, if there is a God, that God had to create this universe and have an understanding of this universe, which is beyond the, I can't even begin to say I understand the universe. So for me to even understand a God that's out there is unthinkable. And, that, and that's something that's got his hands, got his pulse on what the universe is and they created it or whatever. So, it, it, you know, I, I, we can't even get through discussing universe before we even get to talking about God. Right. That, if that God created that, I'm like, woof. That, that's something I'll never understand. But I know one thing, all these people that didn't know what germs were back in the day or whatever, they don't know what God is. You know, they were just conjuring up shit. It's like, you know, uh, so for me, I just, I'm more along the lines of Yolanda where, uh, and it's weird because we haven't really had, mm -hmm. never really influenced each other in terms of our spirituality, like sitting down and, hey, what do you believe? Why do you believe that? You know, we've never really challenged each other that way. Right. Uh, I think just kind of through osmosis or proximity. So, so luckily, yeah, you two are, are yeah, equally yoked. Yeah, we are equally yoked. I I have said this in the past that it's I've often been thankful that we, you know, thankfully have naturally for whatever set of reasons a similar worldview of things. Yeah, and so right. That I think that helps us. To me, the universe is so amazing. Mm -hmm. and, and there's so many things we don't understand and along the lines of what Yolanda's talking about. Does that mean that, that there, there isn't an energy or some type of force out there that, that we haven't even tapped into? Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of things that we haven't tapped into. Mm -hmm. And so you hear things, you know, uh, about psychics who, you know, walk around a yard and they, and they would see their grandparents or whatever. I don't disbelieve. There's things that little kids will say, and there's no way that they could know the things that they know uh, mm -hmm. from some before them or whatever right. you always really creepy freaky stories about that and it's like well maybe there's something there maybe there's some energy that we just are we're not on a whole different level or a different plane there's obviously different dimensions you know they know that there are different dimensions so maybe some people are able to tap into those different dimensions in a way so it seems like for both of you uh however you conceive of god you don't see god being a sentient being as opposed to no. Yeah. No, yeah. not at all. I, well, I don't know, but I, I know this. I know that we are not smart enough to. Well, I feel that we are not smart enough to know God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's so like we're not even smart enough to know the universe. So I don't know how we can know God. You know, because I don't know that God's well, going to come down with like me. A Christian would say that we know God because Jesus came to Earth to represent God. Yeah, but and, then, they, but, and then he had prophets. God had prophets before, throughout. Yeah. I think Jesus is a prophet. I absolutely believe he is a prophet. I do too. I have no... No, but no, I'm saying, a Christian would say, all the prophets have told you who God is. Like, so, and when he delivered his word in the Bible. Right, from a thousand years ago, or even not longer, when Just they didn't understand germs. Just because prophet yeah. doesn't mean that they are 100% accurate and know everything, and you, the, no, I, yeah. the end all be all. Right. right. Anything, They're human beings. The prophets were human beings. I would say you're studying like beliefs that existed a thousand years ago when they didn't know what germs were. When they didn't know, when that they part. thought the, the sun that revolved part. around Earth. That's that's what you're following, Christian. When you're right. when, if you're coming at me as an Orthodox Christian or whatever, you're still in medieval ages in terms of your thinking. You know, uh, so it's like, well, okay, the sun, we revolve around the sun, not the other way around. Right. You know, so there's a lot of things that if they're going to try to kick to me about science, I'll come back at them and be like, well, here's where you're. But I think they would part. say they're not coming from a scientific point of view. They're telling you this that's, is who God is. 
touchy feely then they're getting very touchy feely and all, all I mean, up in their field that's fine yeah. that's great because I'm, I'm not against people if that's what they want to believe and that's what they want to feel that hey that, that's totally fine as long as you don't whatever you do doesn't hurt anybody else i'm cool with it but you know it's like it but but then don't lecture me about how i'm wrong about science when you can't even get germs right when you can't get orbital when when you when you're arguing the earth is flat or that, you know, or, or, or that if you get sick, God will take care of you and you don't want to go to the doctor. Right. We have those monkey type thoughts. Then it's like, you know, maybe God made doctors and uh, allowed us to elevate in science so we could take care of ourselves. Right. That's the way I look at it. I don't look at God like just pray and the cancer will go away. Maybe you should pray for the strength to study real hard and find a cure to solve cancer. Is more my thing. If you're gonna, yeah. if even when I did believe in God, it was more. I never took the tack that oh, I, I'll just pray and things will go away. No, because we saw it all the time that that didn't work. We see, there are a lot of times where people would say prayers work, but there are a lot of times where it didn't. You know, the the, 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 the horrible a child would get a horrible case of cancer and die. One of my friends when I was little died from cancer. Yeah, and you know everybody prayed for, her, prayed yeah. and prayed and prayed. But you know, and that and that happens every day, every hour, every day. It happens all the time. And so for me, like when you start to realize and comprehend that, it's like, okay, then God has given us a brain and we've evolved through civilization to, if, if, if I'm sticking with, okay, I'm a Christian, it, when I was really devout into, you know, going to church or whatever, that's the way I tended to look at it. I wouldn't look at like, oh, I'm just going to pray and, and suddenly magic will happen. I mean, right. you know, Christians talk about, you know, oftentimes like, like, like in uh, the Wicca, I, I just brought up a thing about Wicca, because I think this kind of, it, it, it weird, it's weird because it resonates for, uh, for me, anyways, I won't speak for Yolanda, but like in my script that I have, there's uh, a woman's described, she's a Wiccan and her daughter, her, her niece is uh, interviewing her. Mm -hmm. And she says, Wicca, there's a sense of being connected to nature, mm -hmm. that ancient wisdom. I can see the sky, I could touch the trees, the earth. These are things that are real. So I think that God will manifest through those things. And that's getting back to the physics of the universe and what's what we know is out there and what's tangible and, and what little bit that we do know because there's so much more that we don't understand about the universe it's like the more we unravel the the bigger our our area of ignorance expands right Deep. yeah <laughs> you know so it's like we, we start to run oh my god we really 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 don't understand a lot of things and and we've come so far so yeah it's a trip i, I mean that's why you know and again it's like I, you know and, and what and the, here's the other crazy thing once you lose the fear to, to not once you gain the gumption mm -hmm. or lose the fear of not worrying about whether you're a Christian or not, the universe opens up for you. Yeah, because you still have those Christian beliefs. I agree. But once you're not afraid to say, because my whole thing was after I read uh, Malcolm X in college, I was very militant. I was ready to ask my aunt, is Jesus black? Because if Jesus ain't black, then we can't even have a discussion. Because I could, I could trace through history. Right, right, right. I was lying my whole life saying that Peter O'Toole was Jesus. But now I'm finding out that, you know, Moses is dark-skinned. He married a black woman. And Jesus comes from that tribe. So now Jesus has black blood in it. And all the things that, and he, not only that, but he was Jewish. So now you're not only killing black Jewish people, but Hitler was, you know, Jew, all these people are always against the Jews. But, you know, it's like. How could, but they're Christians. Germans are Christian, but they're killing. It it, it topsy turvy. It, it makes no sense. Yeah. It, it gets to the point. Of you, so you were saying that once you lose that fear of questioning, once you lose that fear, you just I, I became fearless in my thought. You know, it, it, I I realized how how brainwashed I was. How mm. brainwashing can lock you into a not even thinking about mm -hmm. for for you. For you to even think outside the box of Christianity meant you were a bad person. 
right. versus just thinking. Just I want my girls to be able to be critical thinkers. And what I think one of the downsides of Christianity often is, more often than not, by a big margin, is that people aren't critical thinkers. Mm -hmm. People will tell you stuff. And then they'll, you know, and it's like, well, wait, you're not thinking. I, you know, you can see people in your everyday life who are Christians who aren't thinking. It's like, I remember when I was at, at the day camp I used to go to, that every Wednesday would be action company at Grace Brethren Church. And they'd have, uh, they'd, they would, they'd bring up the latest Ozzy Osbourne album. And they'd say, oh, they're, you know, here's 666. It's the devil. And they're just, you know, going through talking about all these evil, satanic people, devil worshipers. And maybe someone, I don't know, I don't. But to me, it was like, no, they're just rock and roll people that are doing the outrageous thing to get audiences or whatever. But then they, at one point, they held up an earth, wind, and fire. And like, see the black scarab and see the gym. I'm like, <laughs> now these brothers, now this is something I do know about. When they did that, I'm like, oh, I tapped. I, I was like, okay, you, you people are crazy. And then, like, well, you, you know, know like, Prince's 1999 album, if you put it upside down, what? Well, right. Six, six, six. Exclamation point. <laughs> Exclamation. I'm just saying that. I'm just, but I'm just saying, Earth, Wind, and Fire, dude. All they sing about was love and cherishing each other. It was not 666. 1999 is not 666. If you turn it upside down, that was the thing. It looks what like is 6661? 666 exclamation point. If you look at it. We're not saying that. You're we're, not with that. we're with you. Whatever. It's ridiculous. Exactly. That's, that's, the, that's what his point was. It, or or they thought that Miss Piggy was evil. Miss Piggy was satanic because she was a prostitute. She was. A, it was it, when they got to the Muppets. I was like, "How are the Muppets satanic?" Or whatever. And he he broke it down. I'm like, dude, you are. A, I'm listening to you. And you're a 27. I was like 13 or whatever. And when I could see through a 27 year old pastor, I'm like, okay, you're just There's yeah. Six 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 in a penis. That's what it right. looks like. I'm just tapping out. Okay, a piece, yeah. six, six, devil and a penis. That's what we're saying now. That's oh, you, you, done, you hit a, a chord with her when you yeah. start talking about Prince. Exactly. Don't, you, don't nobody talk about Prince. <laughs> Yolanda, you, you, you said. Those, uh, oh, go ahead, No, I was gonna say Yolanda commented, sound like you had agreed with his comment about when you lose the fear of questioning your. Yeah, I feel more comfortable now by freeing my mind to embrace various Christian tenets because I feel like it's yeah. not mutually exclusive. Like, exactly. I think a lot of the Christian tenets. At, you know, maybe it ties to the actual text of stuff that didn't get, you know, manipulated or whatever, but there's, there's not anything that says part of what is described in the Bible does not fit the true paradigm and the true science and the true. So I actually enjoy discovering things that to me have congruity with what would would be with other religions, science, etc. And so it's unfortunate. I always feel like it's unfortunate that Christians don't do more to validate their beliefs and their and right. how they walk in the world by tying it to things about science and tying it to other mm -hmm. religions and saying like this this falls in line and works. You can put it to the test and it still works and functions and is uh, in congruity with, you know, a larger possibility that we as human beings may not be able to comprehend. Right, right. But I wanted to co-sign what you were saying. And when a, a revelation, the idea of once you release the fear of no longer believing a certain thing, I've actually find that my my um, 
my capacity for compassion has increased with yeah. letting go of a lot of the yes. Christian yeah. tenets that I've had. Yeah. I can actually be more empathetic, more compassionate to people. Uh, yeah, I mean, a perfect example is there's, you know, there's a lot, I don't know if you guys have been following the news of the woman who was killed in Iran as yeah. of this taping and Masa Amini. And so this Iranian singer wrote this beautiful song and it got up to like millions and tens of millions of views and he was arrested and the song means freedom it's this beautiful song and i yeah. did this tiktok video where i was just dancing to it because it, it was so moving and there was a time i never would have done that because it sounds islamic yeah. and it would be considered blasphemous like right because right. anything that anything that even is a whiff of participating in some other type of non-christian religion could be considered like blasphemous or right or your gay brothers and sisters or transgender. totally when yes you, you when you know that they're living in sin and whatever then you could just you know castigate castigate them whatever right. way you want not have to worry about them you just shut down emotionally to any of their plight right. or the, or the black people when you know look how it was used for hundreds of years here in america yeah, you know, totally. We savages that needed the, the, the you know, the yeah. strong and to be clear, yeah. to clear us up. Yeah, and to be clear, even people, there are people who are Christian who don't necessarily like believe like that, but there are, I just feel like. A lot do. A lot do. A lot do. A lot do. Anyway, uh, I appreciate you guys sharing your thoughts. won't go to heaven because you went to church. You won't go to heaven because you got baptized or you prayed a prayer. You won't go to heaven because you read your Bible. But the only reason anyone will ever get to heaven is because they trust that the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is able to wash away all their sins and make them acceptable to God. Jesus and the Bible makes it very clear that there's only one way to God, and that is through Jesus Christ. Oprah Winfrey is not a Christian. She is on her way to hell. And if you agree with her doctrine, you're on the way to hell too. If you haven't guessed already, I think this young gentleman really struck a nerve with me. And I think it's because his kind of teaching, his kind of theological arrogance, coming from a dude who looks like he's barely out of high school, this kind of doctrine is the kind of doctrine that actually disturbs and traumatizes a lot of people who do consider themselves Christian. So this kind of thinking traumatizes Christians who think maybe there is another way to God. I just happen to believe Jesus is the way, but who am I to say that there isn't another possible way? For instance, for people who never hear the gospel, are you saying they're going to burn in hell forever? There must be a way to God for them if they don't hear the gospel. What if you're only hearing of the gospel comes out of a bigoted misogynistic Trump supporter who is hypocritical or what if the only word of the gospel you heard came from someone who physically abused you or sexually abused you or spiritually abused you is that really hearing it if that is your only access to it why would someone become or stay a Christian if that was their access to it so for someone who wants to remain in the family of Christianity and they hear doctrine like this 
it can be traumatizing. It's hard to hear. It's hard to believe. And again, it's one of the issues that I have with Christianity. It's one of the reasons why I have deconstructed the way I have deconstructed. It makes me think about the fact that there are so many different denominations. There's like Christians can't even 100% agree on the Bible. And it inspired me to make uh, this TikTok video. There are some Christians that believe that Jesus came to this earth, lived, died, and was resurrected for your sins. And you have to believe in that in order to go to heaven. There are some Christians who believe that the death, life, and resurrection of Jesus Christ covers everybody, whether or not you say the sinner's prayer and believe in it. There are some Christians that believe that the Bible is the inerrant word of God, and every single word in that book is truth. There are some Christians who believe that even though the Bible is inerrant, it's not infallible, and there may be some contradictions, generally it's still speaking the truth. There are some Christians that believe that the earth is literally 6,000 years old and it was created in six 24-hour periods and Adam and Eve were two real people. There are some Christians that believe that the earth is 4 billion years old and that those seven days were really periods and that Adam and Eve kind of represent mankind because Adam means man in the original Hebrew that it was written in. Depending on what report you believe, there can be anywhere from 10,000 to 40,000 different Christian denominations. So anyone who gets on this app or gets up at a pulpit saying and acting as if they know exactly what the word of God means, you need to be careful of those kind of people. Least of whom, this dude who looks like he's barely out of high school, let alone college. But here's the thing, I don't care if you're 17, 27, or 77, if you speak with any kind of absolute certainty, despite the fact that there are dozens, if not hundreds, if not thousands of people on this planet who have studied the Bible for decades and they can't agree on it, if you act like you know everything that's absolutely, positively, 100% it, that's just prideful arrogance. And we all know what the Bible has to say about pride. The more you know, the more you grow. So wherever you are, in your faith journey, whether you're still a Christian and you're figuring it out, whether you've decided that you no longer can follow the tenets of the Christian faith and you're looking for something else, or maybe you're in between, you just don't know. My encouragement to you is that if there are a God that exists out there who is truly a God of love and compassion, I don't think that that God is going to torture you forever if you don't happen to believe the right one of the 40,000 Samadh Christian denominations out there. Or if you happen to be born into the wrong family and you were born Jewish or Islamic or Hindu or Buddhist and that's the only thing you've ever known. I hope that that can give you some solace to really think about who do you think has got this right? These right-wing evangelicals are even progressive Christians who are just merely men. Or do you think it's possible that no one really knows? And all we can really do is be the best human beings that we can. Offering love and acceptance and, dare I say, following truth empathy, compassion, and justice. Go in peace.
the Dungeons and Dragons podcast is a production of Blade Runner Media and Bonnie Clyde Productions and is part of the Ebony Covering Black American Podcast Network. This episode was written, produced, and edited by yours truly, Ron Dawson. Special thanks to my Black BFFs, even though they're going to hell, <laughs> and Podcast Peeps, JD and Yolanda Cochran, no relation to Johnny. Music used in the show is licensed from Artlist, as well as Creative Commons songs from freemusicarchive.org. All the television, film, podcasts, YouTube, TikTok clips are copyrighted to their respective parties and used for education, critique, commentary, satire, or to tell a bunch of motherfuckers they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Check out our podcast page for our statement on fair use. We have no budget for a fact checker, so take all the stuff said on this podcast with a grain of salt. We do our best to get facts right, but the show is mainly about entertaining and sharing our personal opinions. We at the New York Times and Wikipedia and Google can only take you so far. We encourage you to, you know, read books and shit. Watch a documentary or two, listen to other podcasts which do have fact-checking budgets, but expand your knowledge. If you like the show, do all the podcasty things, rate, review, share it with your friends and family. I think this is a great episode if you have people who are deconstructing their faith. And let us know what you think of the show. Shoot us an email to podcast at dungeonsanddurags.com. You can also send us a voicemail message on our website at dungeonsanddurags.com slash podcast. You can follow me on all the social medias. That's Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at just Blurred Runner. Check out my TikTok. Uh, I have a lot of good stuff on there about race and religion, aspects of my faith journey, and uh, one video... Um, I really rip into Candace Owens, so I think you'll find that <laughs> enjoyable. And you can follow JD on Twitter and Instagram at that JD Cochran. And you can follow Yolanda on Twitter at Rat in a Wheel with all the words separated by underscores. I write about race, religion, the creative arts, and business on Medium at rondawson.medium.com. All right, that's it for now. Stay safe out there. And remember, having white privilege is not bad. Denying it is. And in the absence of biblical certainty, choose love. Until next time. Uh